Heads up, this episode contains adult content. We're talking about sexual material and swear words. So if you're not ready for that, pause here and take a break now. You're listening from The Wallflowers, a weekly podcast on everything about mental health stories all based in Hong Kong. I'm your host, Jasmine. Being yourself is never easy. Beating off from the so-called normality is somehow more difficult. This week, we have our guest, Sakura, who studied gender studies in her undergraduate in Hong Kong. She's now an advocate in LGBTQ issues, and she's been doing a lot of related work in America, Spain, and Hong Kong. She calls herself in this episode, Sakura. I think Sakura is very beautiful. I saw them in front of me just a few weeks ago under the Sakura tree during my trip in Japan. It's somehow sad because it has a short lifespan. Its beauty only lasts two weeks, then it will just wither and die, and you have to wait for another year. But it also is a sign of renewal, just like how our guess is. How would you describe the relationship between your gender orientation and your mental health? I figured out that I'm a bisexual in high school. I was raised by strict parents and my mom suffers from a mental disorder. I was really panicked at that time when I knew that I fell in love with a girl. I was anxious about our future. Somehow I told the girl that, hey, why not we just end our lives? I strongly believe that the only way out for us was to die together. If both of us commit suicide, we could live forever. So I would describe that my bisexuality fuels fear and aggravates my mental health issue. So when did you discover that you have this mental health problem? Since I was a kid, I always found myself very anxious on any occasion, and I thought everyone had the same situation. When I was in my sophomore year, I vomited most of the days for no reason. Of course, I wasn't pregnant because I didn't have sex with a guy. <laughs> Later, I started to hurt myself and wore long sleeves clothes to hide my wounds. I spent a lot of time crying and wasn't sure what was happening with me, until my roommate saw my cuts when I was changing. She dragged me to visit a counselor at uni. The counselor then referred me to a social worker who arranged a medical consultation as early as possible. I ended up at the adolescent schizophrenia service. The doctor there claimed that I wasn't schizo, so at the end, he referred me to the psychiatric service in the same building. It's relatively new to everyone. Do you mind describing what is actually borderline personality disorder? There's lots of symptoms showed in borderline personality disorder, BPD in short. Me specifically, my anxiety is quite serious. My self-harm action matches with the disorder. Then I was further told that people who have BPD have a strong sense of fear and separation. They also doubt the existence of events and question that things surrounding them are unreal, simply fake. BPD patients may exhibit dangerous behavior like I was hyperactive in having sex. <laughs> People are just resorting to that extremity. 
Now you said like you're coming out your real self.、Um, are there any struggles when you tell your parents? Like, how do you deal with the emotions when when you're telling your parents or family or people that are close to you? 係一時興起嘅，因為就係我家姐同咗一個。Indeed, it was unplanned. When I was away on exchange in America a year ago, my mom texted me that my eldest sister was going to get married soon, and even they had already prepared which hospital to give birth. I was so shocked as I didn't expect that to be that fast. I have two elder sisters who are nine and six years older than me. My mom always hoped that three of us would marry a guy and make babies before 30 years old. I just had the urge to tell my mom that I wouldn't follow my sister's life planning. I can't fulfill her wishes, and that was the time I texted her. Oh, I'm actually dating with a guy, but I also dated a girl before. My mom was surprised. Till now, my dad doesn't know about my sexuality. 我就冇同爸爸講嘅，爸爸而家都唔知嘅。Just now, you told us that、um, living in fear actually exacerbates your mental health problems. Do you feel that、um, one day you have to disclose this kind of very sensitive information to them? Do you feel like you feel very anxious about that? 咁但係如果話突然之間我媽同咗我爸講係嘛，我我覺得我都係會。If my mom suddenly informs my dad, I will still feel scared. Technically speaking, he can't do anything about my sexuality. But I don't want to face his homophobic speech. I'm not that scared compared to high school as I gain more control on myself now. What kind of words that you are afraid that、um, your father would actually talk when you disclose your own identity? When the local singer Denise Ho announced that she was gay a few years ago, though I don't really like her. Her story was quickly in the news. When my dad saw the news on the telly, he slammed Denise that she must have lost her mind or have some kind of mental health issues. I felt very uncomfortable when I heard these statements back then. Now I've become mature, and yeah, I'm definitely sick, but not crazy. <laughs> I fear that he would denounce these gender issues like homosexuality are disgraceful. 性戀係一樣好核突嘅嘢 ，which is 係我好驚佢咁樣講咯。Cause now you you have like overseas experience, like、um, from America, from Spain, and now in Hong Kong. How do you find society in Hong Kong accepting、um, LGBT community? 誒、uh, ，我覺得喺香港真係 your face, your fate 咯。In Hong Kong, it really comes to the analogy: your face, your fate. Let's say if you see two pretty guys come out on social media. Other people will like the photo or comment that it's a pity for the straight. Comparatively, if other plain-looking guys post their gay photos, the couple is likely to be bullied because of their appearances. Others would judge them and badmouth them as unpleasant. I don't think there's a greater acceptance towards the LGBTQ community in Hong Kong. The sexual orientation discrimination ordinance has long been debated for a decade, but no legislation is made. 反歧視性傾向嗰個法例嗰十年都未得。Do you think that Chinese traditional values add up to the less acceptance in Hong Kong towards LGBT community? I think that Hong Kong's acceptance acceptance Kong has a relatively better acceptance towards the LGBTQ community as compared to the mainland. Although China has abolished the one-child policy recently, a lot of people living in this generation have lived through this rule throughout their lives. Being the only child in the family, they bear tremendous family pressure, as it's a Chinese filial conduct for him or her in giving birth to a son, or at least is your duty to get married. 
You're the only one carrying the family's blood, and if you don't pass on to the next generation, you are considered shameful and bring family in disgrace. Hong Kong may have an upper hand here, but it doesn't mean that it's free from any Chinese traditional values. People still buy that having a family with children is a success in society, and if you can't follow that, you lose an achievement in life. And especially talk about our um, our filial piety, like what you just talked um, that your parents would hope like oh before thirty you're going to get married and get get a son or get a daughter. So how did you actually realize that you cannot um, fulfill the、uh, fulfill your parents' expectation? And how did you feel? I love gender studies. Scholars from this field find that female labor—I'm not saying sex workers, but the female workforce—generally undergoes what we call double burden. It means that they have to experience pressures from both work and household chores. Especially among working mothers, there's a tendency for them to land in jobs that are low-paid and close to home. They sacrifice their own career goals and aspirations in exchange for time to take care of the family and the kids. I just realized that that's how my grandma, aunt, and mom have their lives. I don't want to, and I can't become one of them. Then how how did she react when you first tell her like, oh mom, I'm not going to give birth. Like you you don't don't expect to be a grandma. I'm not going to do that. What blah 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 the gender stereotypes things. 开头细个啲嘅时候咧，佢会觉得我黐线啊，即系佢觉得。Before I came out, and she knew that I don't plan to have kids, she would say I'm nuts, rejecting me that if I get old, I will be desperately lonely, or she may fall for that having kids is equal to happiness. After my older sister got married, everyone except me expects her to give birth as soon as possible. I reiterated my stance of not giving birth to my mom. My mom somehow puts more faith into my two straight sisters, so she holds a more lax attitude towards my decision. At one point. I texted and told her that I really appreciated for the female who sacrificed their own dreams for the sake of the family. Without their hardship, I would never be able to enjoy what I have now. But I just can't follow her path in doing so. I thought she would yell at me, but she didn't. She replied to me with the kissing emojis. <laughs> I think she understands how much I appreciate her now. She supports me to do whatever I want. How would describe your relationship with your mother now in terms of、um, opening up? I had a bad relationship with my mom in the past. My mom used to get paranoid easily, and she could shout at us for two to three hours continuously. She would faint if her feelings got really intensified. Her eyes would pop out and stare at us for hours. She couldn't talk, and in the end, has to be taken by the ambulance. So I was really intimidated by my mom when I was a kid. I felt shitless if she would yell at me or lie in front of me. My mom has become more calm and relaxed after both of my sisters get married because she has less worries to hold on to. Now we have peaceful discussions. Even I come out from the closet. For example, I've recently bought a ticket to Taiwan and told her about that. Next day, she then propped into my affairs and asked when I would be bringing my boyfriend back home to let her take a look. I said if it's okay for me to bring a girlfriend instead. She said, "I want to see your boyfriend and your girlfriend too." 
I realize that she's now more open to my sexuality. So you feel like coming out, telling people that you're coming out is very important to your mental health recovery, especially to your family and close friends. There's a great impact in my mental health recovery. I used to hide myself. I told myself from time to time that I needed to conceal my real identity. I would be afraid of dating or kissing my girlfriend in public. I was so wary of everything I did as if somebody was monitoring after me. My fear begins to disappear when I tell my close circle that I'm bisexual. I'm not saying that I'm proud of coming out, but at least I'm happy to be myself. Is there any strong support of mental health in um, the LGBT community? How, how do people like uh, from your community um, deal with their mental health problems? When I was in America for exchange, I was in the LGBTQ studies. I later disclosed to my classmates that I was seeing a counselor then. Others told me the same and some even said they were in regular medical appointments. I strongly remember that one of our classmates said that LGBTQ people do not necessarily have mental health issues. It's how the way society and people treat us. The way how they treat us affects our health. I worked in a transgender organization before in California. A lot of trans people suffer from mental health problems because they have to deal with body issues unlike the homosexual people. The emotions of the trans community involve their struggles in sexual preferences and physical appearances. These all relate to one's identity. My colleagues in the organization emphasizes how to treat people equally. You can't see this in Hong Kong. It gives me the impression that Hong Kong LGBTQ activists are still conservative about these mental health issues. It feels like everyone is clouded in the mood of hopelessness. Are there any associations or groups in Hong Kong uh, particularly specified to target these kind of people in supporting their mental health? I know that the Boys and Girls Club Association of Hong Kong provides a supporting hotline for parents who have gay children. But I'm not a parent, so I never try to ring that number. I don't think there are specific LGBTQ groups in Hong Kong doing practical stuff at all. From your own experience, you said you would like to end your life with your uh, girlfriend back then in high school. So I think, I guess, around five to six years ago. Then let's get back to that time. What would you tell yourself? I would tell myself, don't worry, you'll break up with her anyways. Mingle more and enjoy life. If you have been affected by anything we talk about, please call the Samaritans at 2896-40. That's a Hong Kong number. And you can go to the website as well at samaritans.org or just talk to your friends and family. Trust me, they're always there for you. From the Wallflowers is a weekly podcast produced by myself, Jasmine Long, and credits to Sakura. We seriously need to get rid of the toxic people in our lives. And also to our four is over, Hazel Chan. Chill out, buddy. See you next week.